Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Rack and Tour Collection. My name is Charlie, and I'm joined by my co-host Jack. Jack, how you doing? Real, just real quick. Just real quick. Good. Excellent. That was real quick. Glad to hear from you. Glad to hear from you. Everyone, we've been gone for another two weeks. Another two Dos weeks. Dos weekos. We've been gone. You want to know the reason why? Well, it's because lots of important stuff has been happening in the background. We've been doing just the work. The work has been going. And by work, I actually mean my day job, the job that I do to actually fund my life. Um, yes. Long story short. What in the world? Long story short, with my new schedule and you know, required, being required to work 40 hours a week, being salaried, um, it just takes more time for me. And it's it's been hard to actually like single out a good recording date because we used to do Sundays. Yes. Now did. my Sundays, I'm usually working. And then just two. You know, having the energy for the podcast because I was thinking about this, Jack, and I'll toss it back to you real quick. Yes, go ahead. Back to you. I I like being tossed. Thinking about this, I was thinking, what is Jack? What is what is the Racketeer Collection? People out there might be wondering what the Racketeer Collection is. (laughs) Racketeer Collection is a podcast about everything and nothing all at the same time. You know it if you listen to us. We talk about literally anything we want from week to week, sometimes every two weeks. Jack did not like the fact that that was a rhetorical question. He was prepping himself well, for no, a, yeah, an actual okay, question. So here's <laughs> you are like, Jack, let me toss it back to you real quick. And then you go off on this whole thing. <laughs> and sometimes you ask me a question about what, like five, the question you asked me five minutes ago. And then I was yeah. you answer your own question and then just forego my opinion. Yeah. No, that was just an excuse for me to actually intro the podcast because I realized Maybe I hadn't spit everywhere. I'm so frustrated. <laughs> I didn't realize what I I didn't tell people what this podcast was all about. And I like to do that from time to time, just so people know. Um but Jack, I'll actually toss it back to you. Yeah. How the last two weeks for you been, my friend? You know, honestly, last two weeks have been pretty good. Um the week before this current week, so just to give you some some perspective, today is the fifth. Of February, so we're, we're jumping back into January. Um, that was kind of the week I was getting prepped to transition to my role I'm in now, uh, and I only jumped into the role I'm in now with like two hours of training, and uh, so kind of not adequate. And then also during this current week, we had a big snowstorm. Um, it's also Super Bowl week. We're also releasing a new product, and I, it's just like. Everything being thrown around all at once is it's it's unreal. Luckily, I have tomorrow off, but then I got to work Monday through Friday the next week. Hopefully, it goes smoothly. We we'll have to wait and see. Um, but you know, it's been it's been a good week. Um, the new job is fine. It's not too stressful, not too bad. Just a lot to kind of think about and maintain. Um, so you know, but it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Charlie, if you want a job, I'll work it for another month or two and tell you how it is. Yeah, let me know. And then um. Apart from that, you know, just been playing Risk Rain 2 with Charlie. It's been a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. Um, I think it might be a good stream game as well. I think it'd be a good stream game, too, especially for once we get more used to it and we can start doing the thing where we're like, all right, hardest difficulty, how long can we survive? Yeah. Like, yeah. Can we just keep looping. Be <laughs> um, it'd be kind of fun to do that just on any difficulty, just to see how far we could actually go. You know, been working on some the music still. Uh, it's not ready to be released yet. There's still a lot of work to be done. Um, but just, let's work on that slowly. Uh, other than that, been trying, kind of checking how much we got in the Patreon account, all that kind of fun stuff, and then really kind of trying to get down what we need for like, you know, quote unquote studio equipment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, new microphones, 
um, like a mixer, sound foam, like the panels, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just kind of uh, doing a lot of, oh my gosh, McAfee's in it up again. <gasps> McAfee. X. McAfee. McAfee. Uh, other than that, just taking it easy. So nice. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, give us your money and follow oh us God. on all our social platforms. The truth comes. The truth is revealed. Yeah, I'll be straight up. All the Patreon money is just going straight to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's been going to Joe Rogan. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Ben Shapiro. Been going to Trump. For some reason, after I said that, like the Russian music started playing in my head, and I was like, "Why? Why is that, why is that playing in my head?" <laughs> Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Putin. It's Putin. I'm there in the snow. That's nobody. Nobody said that. I just think it's funny. Putin. It's Putin out here in the snow. Sir, it's not. It's not Putin. It's Putin. What? It can't be Putin. <laughs> what? It's actually like a news report saying it. He's in like yeah. live feedback. It's it's Putin. <laughs> what? There's that delay. There's a delay. What? And it's like rain and wind going on because some reason. Yeah, he's in Russia. Yeah, <laughs> he's in Russia. Hell. <laughs> You know, Jack, how have your two weeks been? My two weeks have been good. Um, I recently, I'll go ahead and update here, people here. I don't think I've actually told anybody in my personal life except for Kate, but um, I interviewed for the store manager position. And recently, I was. You're already moving manager. up again? Already moving up again. Woo! Give me some skin. Because the. Yeah. <laughs> because the, because um, it was put to me like this. First of all, uh, my boss's boss went. You know, I was like, because at first, my first response was, I'm not ready. I want to learn some more. I want some more experience in this position. And they were like, Charlie. And they were like, Charlie, A, you're already doing the job. And B, if you don't promote, one of the other assistant managers who's in our district will be promoted and you'll be working under them. And the thought of that happening, of me. Have you been with the company for as long as you have been? Of, uh, oh, no, not even that. But of working underneath. I know most of the other assistant managers. And I'm like, I don't want to work underneath any of them. As a store manager, <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, I was so, like, I was like, just promote me." So, so you took it. I what, interviewed what for it. Effect. Um, I mean, as long not as, officially as long yet. As so it. I had yeah. my video interview this last Monday. Okay, of course, or yeah, this last Monday. But then, of course, we had the storm, and I've just been waiting to waiting to hear back, dude. Well, I'm I hope, I hope you get it. Hopefully, it's, I hope I get it too. If you're already doing the work and it's just yeah. better pay, hopefully it kind of just eases some of the stress, you know. What yeah, I mean? and I think it will. Um, the frustrating thing about it right now is that since I'm still stuck in that kind of intermediate position, I don't have access to some things, especially mm-hmm. for running my store. What does the uh, pay increase look like if you got it? Well, we're looking about about ten thousand dollar bump. So be Ooh. I'd be pushed up, and I'll be I'll be you know very honest with you guys. If you want to know what, uh, again, I won't say the company just. Just because I mean, the, everyone knows what companies if they yeah, can listen. If but. they know, but uh, also I should be making around like fifty-seven a year. Dude, that that'd be so, if, you, if you start making. That's great, man. I mean, you know, that's more that. money than I've ever made. But of course, yeah, it comes with the the bad side of taking Being a manager for way more my time. Yeah. Oh, there you just gave it away. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, I'll, I'll, bleep, I'll bleep it out. Well, let me, let me no, highlight it. The, the main. I'm gonna highlight it so I can bleep it because it'd be real funny. Okay. <laughs> 
the main reason why I don't like to say where I work on here, and of course, it, like I said, it's been mentioned before. It's not really a secret, but um, because I like to for, be, I like to be very open here. Going for another beep. Oh, <laughs> I like to be very open with this podcast and like tell my true thoughts, and I don't want to ever feel like I can't say something because I'm worried that somebody else would hear it and be like, "Ooh," but. It's one of those things where it's like, we have such a small podcast. It's not like, even with a big podcast, well, it's like. I, here's the thing. I also think that the whole stigma around not talking about like your salary or being Oh, kind it's of not like, more only that. It's more like when I complain about my job and like the people who I'm working with. Well, currently. yeah, but I feel like if someone, if someone listened to it and was like, oh, what? He has complaints? It's like, if you don't have complaints about your job, right. like you're actually just a robot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not a person. Yeah. Like I can be, I'm very thankful for the job I have. You know, I'm a, I'm a sales rep. I'm making probably if everything goes right about 50,000 a year more than i've ever cool, made 50, for cool. i'm gonna bleep that out just because it's be funny should i just take oh. the sound you just made right there and <laughs> that's a horrible sound <laughs> i mean it looks great on the audio wave no but so if yeah. it all pans out it's great but it does come to the stresses of you know okay you gotta talk to managers you have to you know de-escalate situations if they're mad about something yeah or you know, you have to have these displays, you have to do these surveys, and you've got to do that. Nah, nah, nah. So, like, it is a lot to think about. It is a little overwhelming, um, especially when I tend to overthink about stuff like that. Mm. But, you know, I think the benefits outweigh the negatives. And even if I have my complaints, like, at the end of the day, I'm not working, like, a 9-to-5 job. I don't have to go and clock in, you right. know? And that has been a relief. I don't know if I could go back to that. Yeah, that's something I I'm looking forward to myself, yeah. um, just being more flexible. Uh, you know, honestly, the only thing I'm really not looking forward to is just the babysitting aspect of it. So a, a lot of my effort yeah. is going to be building a team that is self-sufficient without me even being there. I mean, that's which my, is the point of a manager, That's which is my whole thing, my whole goal this time around. You know, it's not to be the best manager. It's not to do this. I'm like, no, like I'm going to make this job as easy on myself as I can. But that's going to take a lot of work. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a constant thing. It's not ever going to I'm never going to get to a point where I'm like, wow, there are no problems. Relax back. Yeah, you'll be, oh, three people called in. I'll see you later. No, never like that. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah. off the jobs. Off the jobs. You had a good two weeks. But yeah, that's, uh, that's I mean, that's why I haven't, you know, we were Yeah, so it's just been stressful. So we're trying to find a consistent it, release day. It literally was like, I think it was like Monday. And I was like, hey, Jack, let's record Monday, you know. Yeah, it was been looking while, good. And then, and then Monday came around and I was like, man, I don't get off till four. Then I have to do my writing. Then I have to make dinner. And then I want to like spend some time in the evening with Kate before I go to bed. And I was yeah. like, there's just not enough time. Th- that's what I think. And then we're like, know, okay, Wednesday. Because so I'm thinking I have Thursday off, Wednesday. Easy. What happens Easy. Wednesday? God rains down snow. <laughs> God <laughs> strikes. <laughs> um, but, and so Jack was like, hey, I don't really want to drive over. And I was like, Let's just move it to yeah. Because I was like, okay, let's do Wednesday, and I told Laura, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go over to Charlie's, and she was like, I don't know, like it's a supposed to like get bad, you know, it was five o'clock, but they head over, and it was snowing a little bit, and I was like, okay, like let's just err on the side of caution, you know what I mean? And so yeah, so we're just trying to overcome these hurdles that we can overcome, but also this hot this podcast this podcast is a hobby. Trying to mix the words, this hobcast. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and so we we want to be as consistent as we can, but if we can't be, we're not going to stress out about it because, you know, it's, it's not, not it's not, not our job. Yeah, that's it's exactly not our job. If this what I was, was going to say. If we were making like our salaries from this, this would be oh yeah, like yeah, chef's kiss. Oh yeah, but it's no. just like 
it's it's a fun little thing we do together. Yeah, you know, to catch up and also to throw our our own personal history into the ether for maybe when I'm like 80 years old. They go, like, oh, I remember. I remember. <laughs> blow blow off the flash drives where I kept all the actual like hard data on. <laughs> Plug it in. The robot's like, hmm, USB 3.0. I haven't seen this since, you know. <laughs> since the Great Divide. Since the Great Divide of 2025. It's not going to be good people. Billy instead. Yeah, Anyways. Billions. <laughs> This episode, as I'm sure you've seen by the title, is very much in line with some past episodes we've done, and I think will be a nice, a little bit of return to form for us. Focusing back again on childhood, but centering not necessarily on our childhood, but just kind of the cartoons we grew up watching. Cartoons we watch now, you know, I'm sure in this we'll talk about a lot of familiar classics, probably get into a little bit of anime, a little bit of, you know, Western stuff, a little bit of back and forth between both as we kind of go through our respective histories take things show by show. I actually ended up writing out a whole list of shows to, so I could kind of compile them because it's always easier to look at a list and say, oh, I do remember that one rather yeah, than so trying to pull things out of your head. This might be kind of like our Disney episode, but a lot better because these are things that we know, we can talk about, we'll expand upon. Right. And we're not going to go over every single one in detail. Um, just the ones that, you know, we actually know well. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. So that's going to be a big thing. A big thing for this episode is, you know, a lot based on what we did as kids and or what we watched as kids. Big disclaimer I have to throw in here is that we did not have cable growing up. We had some access based with some of our friends, but we didn't have cable. But I can say that we, you know, confidently watched Saturday morning cartoons. Like I remember that being a big thing, like waking up and being excited to wake up early on a Saturday to watch cartoons. Was, uh, and that's something, you know, I remember very fondly, like what a weird feeling. That's not like you could do it now, but now it's all streaming. So it's a little bit different now, you know, but, uh, you know, watching those cartoons, especially on WB kids 12. Ooh, that's a throwback. Yeah. And they had, they had like their Saturday morning cartoon block, you know, which is great. That's where we watched Charlotte showdown, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So what a better place. Sorry. What better place then? What better place to start then Jack was Shaolin showdown. Yes. I was like, you probably have a, I, I like have my list programs in front of me, but I'm going to go off your list. So. My list is in no particular order. So we can that, go ahead that's and talk just about fine. Shaolin showdown. Uh, First off, I like to say, as I adjust in my chair here, <laughs> make some dad noises. <laughs> First off, I would like to say, what I'd like to do with a lot of these cartoons, Jack, is talk about them, how we remember them. And then, of course, try to put ourselves in the place of what if we were to watch them now and what we yeah. would think. Because we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier when we did some recording as we were playing Risk of Rain just casually is, you know, kind of going back and forth with, man, I love that as a kid, but, like, I could not watch that now. Shaolin Showdown, I feel like I could watch again. That being said, I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid. Um, one thing, Jack, I'll say that I really liked about Shaolin Showdown is I like that I kind of had a continuing story with, like, continuing stakes that were constantly built, you know, because they're looking for their what are the objects called? They're magical objects. Oh, um, I have them. And they have to go into their their duels. They're Shaolin showdowns, as they're called, because like when two people contest over these mystical objects. The Shengong Wu. The Shengong Wu. Yeah, so Shaolin Showdown, Jack. Tell me about Shaolin Showdown. So, I mean, 
I think honestly the most iconic thing of this show is the intro, and also it just had a really, you know, fantastic art style to it. the The colors popped, the characters popped, all the characters had really great personalities to them. Um, you know, you you obviously have Omi, who's <sighs> cold. It's Lacroix. It's Lacroix. Omi no, is just a, a little. Beer. Is a little monk kid. Yeah. You have Kimiko, which is like, she's all about like technology and that kind of stuff, basically. Raimundo. Raimundo. Who is like the cool kid. Cool kid. Slash slightly evil kid. Yeah. Clay, which is just like the Western kid. Texas guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, they're all like really freaking good. Um, They have great personalities. You have also the great bad guys. You have Jack Spicer, which, (laughs) which, Jack Spicer is really good. Jack Spicer is good. Um, you have Wu Ya, and then Evil. Chase Young. Chase Young. Which, because I'm looking at the list here, so Chase Young introduced in the second season. I have let me look up a picture of Chase Young. I feel like he was evil, right? He was like he's evil. like an evil plant. He was really talented, and Omni, I think, got it is not the football player. I think he Shaolin got it. showdown. But yeah, Shaolin showdown for me. Definitely the first show. Yeah, yeah. He's the kind of the cool looking guy. He's got the black hair. Yeah. He's tall. Definitely a show for me that kind of falls in line with more of a Yu-Gi-Oh or a Pokemon, which we'll talk about later, where it has, you know, a continuing story to it, which I think is probably why I liked it so much. Also like just kind of like the uh, the aesthetic of it. Like Jack already said, the art style of the show is great. And then not to, man- not to mention kind of just the inventive way of the different you know mystical items that they get what they can do they always had kind of cool powers or cool abilities but i always really kind of dug that you know it was kind of just a cool funny action adventure show i mean that's basically what it was but very fond for very fond in my memory for that i mean jack and i you know what i think what's interesting about this episode is there's going to be so many kind of rediscoveries of where a lot of like the inside jokes that jack and i have come from is from a lot of oh, these shows. There's one from the show. It's like, well, yeah, well done, Jack. Well done, Jack. <laughs> That's what I was thinking when I was chuckling over there. I was like, what's the <laughs> Jack Spicer line now? It's when he's mocking Wooya. Yeah, so there's stuff like that. Or when Clint fights this ogre guy and smashes him through pillars. <laughs> and, you know, think of like a show like Bleach or one of those shows where they're smashing each other through buildings. This show kind of like apes that idea and it just has like this fight where these guys are just bashing each other through Rock pillar after rock pillar after rock pillar. <laughs> yeah, like, so the show, it's got a great sense of humor. And also, I like it because the story's pretty relatively, like, consistent yes. throughout the whole thing. Um, But it's never just, like, no episode's really just, like, in your face, like, story, story, story. It's a very gradual story over the seasons, I feel like. You do yeah. a few character-building episodes, but for the most part, the main story is, you know... You can kind of pick up anywhere and still have a good time. Yeah. But also, it's kind of like Avatar The Last Airbender in that way. You can pick up anywhere, have a fun time watching it. Yeah. But it really is fun to see the slow progression as time goes on. I will say it doesn't quite have the structure that Avatar has. Like, Avatar definitely has more of a a structure to it. For sure. This one's a little bit more like you could pick up up and watch it anytime. Much more of a kid's show. Yeah. But, like, Ellie, you know, we'll watch... Uh, not Shadow Showdown. I mean, I need to, but uh, the last Airbender, and she won't remember whoever. But she's like, "That's the Fire Girl. She's bad." I'm like, "Yeah, she's pretty bad. She's pretty bad. She's pretty bad." Just you wait, Ellie. 
Oh, yes, you will. All right, Joey, what's your uh, next one? Oh, this is a popular one for both of us just because we watched it as kids and then we rewatched it, I think, both when we were older and, and still living together, but Code Lyoko. That's yeah. right. We did watch it together. Yeah, so we? that's why it oh, probably that's, weird. that's probably why it sticks out a little bit stronger is because we actually watched it through it all again. Um, Kolioko is a interesting show. Surprisingly, uh, like not bad, but it's not good. It no. keeps your attention. though. Yeah, surprisingly not bad. That's a great way to describe it. Sh- this show It's like the top the top line of a review. Surprisingly not bad, but not good. <laughs> it's but like not saying like it's not like bad. Yeah, like it's um, hard to describe. You know, I couldn't tell you the character names. I could tell you that the weird blonde haired scientist kid has a weird voice. Up until like season two. Little. <laughs> yeah. So what's <laughs> because well, so uh what's it? Jeremy. Jer- right? Yeah, yeah. He he's voiced by a woman. Yeah. I, for, I don't know, I forget her name here, but um and she's like doing this voice. It gets a lot better in season two, but there are so many points where he's like, exactly. It's like, Arlita. like Arlita. it's a weird. The inflections yeah. are so weird. Yeah. Now, what I like about Ulrich. <laughs> what I like about Co- <laughs> what I like about Kudlioka Jack is that Ulrich. You know, you have your traditional two D animated. Yeah, because he shouts out all the character names yeah. that are going into the Kudlioka. But um. You know, you have your traditional 2D animated things for, like, the things that take place in the real world. And then there's a virtual world that they go into and they <clears throat> solve problems in or fight. What is the main evil thing called? Uh, I don't remember. There's, like, the main evil programmer virus. Oh, Xana. Xana, uh, yeah. So, you know, they're trying to stop say it. Xanax, but it's on Xanax. But um, what's cool about it? And so then they go into this 3D world. Very Tron-like, almost. The 97 episode series. Right. And it's all 3D animated. But what's cool about it is so all the characters get powers, but it feels very video gamey. Where like they'll struggle with things, or like normal enemies will be like very dangerous. And I always kind of liked that about that show. Like it was very threat. It had like a real sense of danger to it while they were trying to accomplish these these normal tasks and the powers they had were useful in like specific situations, but not always useful all the time. Yeah. But it, it was one of those things where sometimes, okay, yeah, they got it. No big deal. And they go on again and it's like, it's almost like a video. Like, are they, is it a higher level? Is it a level? That's up? what it seemed like. Yeah. Suddenly like they can't deflect it anymore or they don't like, they just aren't smart about their encounters sometimes. Yeah. Like I, it's really weird. Uh, how, Regular, like you said, enemies are just the the difficulty is just always going, going back, back and, forth, and forth. Yeah. Um. Overall, though, again, and it's funny looking at a lot of these shows. A lot of these shows had kind of a continuing story through them, and a lot of them is probably why I like more long form stories is because I attracted them very early on. These shows like yeah. Lyoko, Shallon Showdown. Like I could, if you were like Jack, want to binge some Lyoko? I could, we could go through. I could, I could do that again. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. Same with Toronto Showdown. Wouldn't mind it. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind it. You know, it'd be kind of fun. I don't know how this would work out legally, but if we had a series where we sit down and provide commentary over like old shows we watched, we have to mm. cut it up a good bit. Yeah, but that would be good. That would be fun. All right, go ahead, Charlie. So I'm going to throw, well, no, I won't combine them. Throw. I was going to combine them because I don't really want to talk. Well, let's take our time with this one. The, the, mm. the fans want a longer episode, Charlie. Let's take our time. Codename Kids Next Door. Now, this is one of those shows that 
I do not feel I could go back and watch now. Um, mainly because it's just annoying and loud. But what a, like a crazy inventive show that really capitalizes on that feeling of like doing something important as a kid. And what good characters too. Like what distinct iconic characters. I mean, again, I can't tell you their names, but like number one. Num- oh, I mean, like their actual names. Oh, <laughs> you. I will say. I look at the wiki. It's not number. It's number. Number. Number one. N u n u m b u h. But you know, of course, you got so number one, the bald kid with the glasses. You got Nigel. Number one. Number two is Hogarth. Um, or Hoagie, as he's called. Chubby kid with number the three glasses and the thing. Yeah. Is it Kooky? Which yeah, is the, the, uh, the green sweater girl. Yeah. She has the long sleeves, which number I really four, like. Number four is Wallaby. Yeah, he's the Australian kid with the orange hoodie. Wallaby? His dad will come in. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I love that. Uh, number five is Abigail. Yeah. Who's also goes by Abby. Yeah, she's the, the black girl, has the hat. Usually is the badass one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dad, I heard dad's voice is so good. But yeah, so Codename Kissex Story is one of those shows that I, I to, don't I do Bill Cosby voice because it's kind of Bill Cosby ish. I, you know, know, it reminds me very much, and I keep saying this, or I've said this once before, but it reminds me very much of when you would go out as a kid and you would be like creating these things or these like inventions. Well, we did. That's like, okay, but what what would you actually do if you could create things? And of course, they have this decked out tree house and they fight, I don't know, the nice kids who have their father, which that is a little creepy. And I always kind of like that about the show. They're like, oh, yeah, the the group of five kids who are like always moving together, which is awesome. Uh no yeah like so this show I think we I liked it a lot as a kid because you know Michael and I like our cousin Michael was in the last couple episodes you know we would like make traps quote unquote or we would like do this kind of stuff and I think the show really resonated resonated with me as a kid but trying to watch it now it's not even recently but probably like in my twenties I've gone back on YouTube and found a few episodes and man it's not like. It's not the loudness that gets me. I think that's fine for me personally. Yeah. It's the, it's how gross the show is. Mm. Like there's an episode where they're using pink eye crust. Yeah. On like the food in the lunchroom at school. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. It's so but gross. It's, you know what's weird though? There's a, several shows on here that we're talking about are gross. So I'll bring, I'll go ahead and bring up two of them now. So, I think on one aspect, you have shows that are gross, like Codename Kids Next Door. And then you have the shows that I think hold up still to this day that are just as gross, but maybe take the grossness in more of a creepy direction or a weird direction, which is Invader Zim. I mean, Invader Zim is just as gross. I mean, there's weird stuff that happens. It's just as gross, though. I mean, you have (laughs) the big pimple one. The pimple one? The pizza one? Oh yeah, go on down. The grease one and like it's there's a lot, but the thing is, is like Invader Zim is a little bit more, maybe has a little bit more of like, of course, Adventure Time came later, but has a little bit more what feels like Adventure Time DNA in it, where it kind of like some groundwork. It's work. just like weird. You're like, what is going on in this weird ass house where there's like just gross people watching TV? Why is everybody seemingly like having everyone's kind of like mental fits or they're yeah, not right? Yeah, everyone's kind of real weird. <laughs> you realize like how you see how big this hot dog stand is. The guy ooh, ooh, exactly like, looks up and is giant. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really. <laughs> but yeah, so moving on from Codename Kids Next Door. Sorry I, so, for fans out there who I love think, that show, but. 
great as a kid because it's definitely a kid's show. Hard to watch when you're an adult because it's not like I'm like, oh, I can't watch it. It's gross. Yeah. It's just kind of like, ugh. Like, yeah. Mm. But, man, but Invader Zim, though. Yeah. As we transition over. Invader Zim. Invader Zim, I, dun, dun, I mean, dun, Invader dun, Zim, dun, I think, dun, is dun, fantastic. Dun, 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 the movie's not bad either. The movie's not bad either. I, yeah, Invader Zim is, I think, one of the special shows that is definitely up there for me. That I'll probably remember throughout my whole life. I mean, like, Invader Zim, you can throw Adventure Time in there. There's a couple other ones on here. But just, just the creativity in that show, the style of it, especially. The style is so good. How it's cool, but then goofy and weird, and how it can be, like, incredibly funny, but then, like, incredibly dark. Like, with that episode about the Dark Harvest, where he's going around stealing organs from people. and re- It's freaky, It's dude. weird. But, like, it's also offset because his hall pass is a radiator, so he's, like, trying to drag it through. I know. Then you hear, like, the pigeon cooing, and you're like... Um, and then the guy he's with is like, my stomach hurts. And he, it's like his organs yeah. are replaced. And you're like, oh my God. It's like, <laughs> it's really good though. I mean, and that's uh, just the beginning of the movie is really good too. Cause it's, it's, uh, Dib. Who's like the guy who's trying to defeat Zim. Who's an alien, an Urkin invader. Who's been sent to earth on basically a false mission to try to take it over. But the tallest who are literally just taller than all the other Urkins are like in charge. Yeah are so annoyed by Zim that they sent him to Earth as like, hey, it's so far away, just go, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a special mission or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, the movie starts out, and Dib's going on this rant. and But, like, it's all animated, like a really cool anime. And he's like, my name's Dib. He's like a full-grown adult. I'm 10 years old or whatever. <laughs> and it's really good. Yeah. Um, Invader Zim, though, I will say one aspect of it that – I think oversteps for me now and goes into the codename kids next door kind of loud annoyingness is Gur. Sometimes Gur sometimes is great. And I think it's really funny. But there are other times where I'm like, oh my God, stop screaming. Like I like the pockets where he screams and sits or on like, the couch and then he's quiet. And the, you're like, okay. The great episode. I love Gur in the episode where Dib is monitoring Zim and he's like trying to get him, trying to catch him contact things. And Gur keeps giving him the the waffles. No, no, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing's going <laughs> He's on. He's like, Gur, did you let it out? <laughs> He's like fighting with me. Gur! Oh, okay, you guys gotta see this. He's like, yeah. yeah. There's the episode where they're hitting each other like the moon and Mars. Yeah. And then like he's going towards Earth. And the guy is, is, doesn't move and he's just screaming. Because Mars like lands on his, like, his cup or whatever. And it's just that really far shot of him just going, <laughs> Shout out to the guy, uh, is it Johan Vasquez? It's either Johan or Johan. Johan Vasquez. He also did a really fantastic comic called Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, which is kind of done in the same art style. That comic will forever live in my mind. And sorry, Mom, for the story. But I got that comic as, like, you know, young 20-year-old. I thought it was edgy and funny. And, of course, my mom finds it, and she gets real worried about me. She's like, Charlie, is everything okay? I don't remember that. Yeah, and so that's that's always going to stick with me. And I was like, Mom, but it's me. Don't you understand? I would never do anything like that. And, of course, not realizing that as a parent, if you saw your child carrying around something that says Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, you might be a little – like, yeah. You might have a right to be worried, you know? I, I can see it from a, a parent. You know what I mean? It's because, like, you don't know. And you hear stories about, like, oh, hey, you should, if only they had noticed – you if know. only they had noticed. If only. So now we're wrapping around, Jack. 
to another classic. I think one that is yes. very fond with you. With me. And I would say with me as well. I mean, this okay. is one that well, we reference. Lay it on me. It's one that we reference a ton. And probably the show that is receives the most like just inside jokes from us. But okay. Grim Adventures, Billy and Mandy. <laughs> this one we do reference a ton. Like there are just a lot of quotable things in this show. And they're just dumb. Like this show is Mama say, Mama saw, Mama go, so, which is the one that first came to my head for some reason. <laughs> it's a secret club. It's a secret club. No, wait, come back. No, wait, come back. Yeah. And like, not even whole quotes. Like, it's gotten so, I think, just mixed into our vernacular that, like, Jack and I will be playing a game and, like, he'll run off somewhere and I'm like, no, wait, come back. <laughs> and then, like, we'll just say it to each other. <laughs> no, wait. Don't you want to know about the club? <laughs> it's a secret, secret snake club. Destroy us all. That one's got. Like, so this is a show. Yeah. Peak and, like, this is, so how Gurr kind of hit that annoying aspect. Yeah. This show is just, it's still funny, but it hits the annoying factor way too fast as an adult. Checking the acoustics. (laughs) This is definitely one of those shows that if, like, my kid was watching it, I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, but then again, I remember this show pretty fondly. Like, I remember it being really funny and... Kind of crude and just weird as well. Yeah, there's all <laughs> like the one where that where the, the little nice weird kid gets attacked by the the bunny. Yeah, <laughs> the bunny's talking to oh, him. What's his, what's his name? Like Nubbins or Nubbins? What you doing, Nubbins? <laughs> it's not. It's nu- not. It's not Nubbins. It's something um, like that though. And the bunny's like, "You have to die." <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but I have to kill you. And you're like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Awesome, awesome intro to that show, though. Green Rose Rebellion, Mandy. I mean, it talk about just like a, a lot of these shows. I mean, hands down to like the animators and the people who like gave their lives to like make these shows because like they were awesome. Looking. You have um, Hostel Gato, Hostel who's Gato. really good, which I mean, has become it's just a meme, with a meme Gato. now. Who he's yeah. like, I only think one thing is cool. Looks in the mirror Looks or the whatever, mirror. yeah. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's that's memed like that's memed everywhere now. Um, but yeah, Grim versus Billy Mandy is one that I don't necessarily remember any specific episodes, but like kind of the show as like a amorphous whole, if you would. What's the um? There's that weird. Is it the episode where Billy like gets into like raising chickens and he gets dragged <laughs> on the ground by that weird guy who's like talking to him? He's like, "You, you're the child." <laughs> Billy like, scream. Yeah. <laughs> Same voice actor for Invader Zim, um, Richard Horvitz. Richard Horvitz does a lot, doesn't he? He does do a lot. Yeah. Um, but uh, again, I mean, one of those shows that I, I don't think I could watch now, but I think. You could probably watch it in small out. burst and yeah. be like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. So next, Jack, I kind of want to go a little small one. Maybe we have a couple words for this. But uh, I do remember this one more specifically as when I started falling out of cartoons. Ben 10? Uh, no, I was oh. going to. Ben 10, I think, is one of them. Ben 10 was kind of cool, though. It was kind of cool. But uh, my gym partner is a monkey. This is one of those ones. It's a weird one. So ki- human kid goes to a, an animal high school. Because his last name is Lion. Yeah. Um, this is one of those shows that I remember being, like, when I would watch it, I'd be like, God, I don't really like this. This is one of those, I, I liked parts of it because it, it reminded me of Grim Ventures and yeah. Mandy. But it felt like it was trying a little too hard. Right. Which is weird to think, but I remember thinking that like as a kid, I was like, "There's something about the show I don't like." The same as the same as you know another show that falls into the same category as me, 
and it's not on my list, but Johnny Test. One of those shows where you're like, I might be getting too old for this. You know what that I mean? That show, I, th- I, will, I think that show I, is one of God, Johnny Test, no, no disrespect to the people who worked on that show, but like that show looks gross. I hate the flat looking way that, I don't know. That show just does not have a nice style to it. It's very unlike like a Dexter's Lab. Or like Dexter's Laboratory is actually good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, Jack, moving yes. on. Moving on. So we got another one. I think this is another throwback. Um, mentioned this one a little bit in our pre-talks, but Camp Laszlo. One that I have not gone back and watched. I love since. Camp Laszlo. Yeah. Um, so, go, go ahead. Camp Laszlo, again, I don't know how much I can really recall about the show itself. But what I do remember about it is that it was a weird show. Like, there was weird things that happened in it. The characters were really good. Have like Raj with the elephant. Raj? And, of course, Laszlo himself. He's often like, well, take his friends on these weird misadventures. And, like, <laughs> he's like, I know what I'm doing. And they're just, like, they're kind of, like, freaking Excuse out me. at him. Yeah, there's that one where they go travel to the mountain and, like, go into a spa. <laughs> which is really weird. After, like, traveling for, like, days and weeks. So Camp Lazo, I like it's got a really catchy intro. It does. Um, which I would sing right now, but I don't want to sing the intro. Honestly, also because I don't remember it exactly. <laughs> but it has like a lot of really good characters that I think all really work well off one another. You the have characters work really well on the Obviously Lumpus. Lumpus. Who is like this, you know, really grumpy, basically old man who didn't really have a childhood. And so there are lots of really good episodes where like he discovers his kid self again, or like, he I just forgot about, about his that. Past. Yeah, and then or, like or episodes where he gets really into bowling, <laughs> and he tries to build this whole ass bowling court, but then they end up like digging. It's it's or the one where the that air conditioner falls out of the plane, and they're all trying to steal it from each other because it's so yeah, hot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or like you have Slinkman, who's like this slug. Uh, and there's a really good episode where he's like, yeah, I used to be like this daredevil guy mm-hmm. that I never jumped over like uh, for kidney bean gorge or whatever everything has to do with beans in this show um or and then the girl scouts i think it has to do all do with like flowers or something yeah something like that like the different cabin names or whatever but yeah lazlo is a super happy-go-lucky character kind of like a hippie basically yeah yeah raj is really good because he has an episode where he has like a tusk that's hurting him mm-hmm but, like, you're not supposed to lose like, your tusks or whatever. Anyways, when they end up pulling it out, like, it's all, like, in a spiral. It's, like, a spiraled tusk. It's, like, really weird. Yeah. Um. You have Clam, who's, like, a rhino? He doesn't really talk. He's a pygmy rhino. No, he does talk. But, he, like, yeah. short bursts. Yeah. He's very, like... I think he is a pygmy rhino. I think he's a pygmy rhino. I think rhino. that's what it is. Yeah. Um. Samson, who's, like, the little hamster or mm. guy with, like, the glasses. And there's a one episode where he's, like, delivering paper... And he, he goes up to the Girl Scouts and he's like, hey there, like, how's it going? And she's like, mm, wonderful day. He's like trying to talk to him. She's like, yeah. He's like, well, delivers the papers. And he looks like this hunk of the month or whatever. He's like, like wiping off his like yeah. biker glasses. And they all like all the Girl Scouts look at him and like become infatuated with him. And he's like, well, ladies, I'll be heading off now. Like, uh, there's also the episode where like they go to like the super tough bean scout camp where they're all like really strong and 
there's like this talking bean in Lazo has all these. Vi- it's a really <laughs> it's a, it's weird. A, yeah, it's a weird one. But good show because it doesn't. I don't think it ever really gets annoying. No, I no. think that's what's good about yeah. it. There's one where he has the um, leech that grows on him. They calls Lamar, and like it's, it gets it's like so big that he like l- can't walk. Yeah. He's like <laughs> like fainting. It's Lamar. <laughs> yeah, Lamar. Anyone see Lamar when he like loses him in the lake? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like really good episodes yeah. of Camp Laszlo. Great show. Now, Jack, I think we're getting into an all-time classic with this next one. And I like that I have the list so I can tease each in every single one like this. I'm just kidding. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Talk about, I just think, a masterful show. It's weird, I think, to want to do a show that is scary. Because Courage the Cowardly Dog is, you know... I don't think it's a scary show. Like you wouldn't watch it now as an adult and be like, oh man, that's, that's spooky. But there is stuff in there that is just creepy. I think to this day. Yeah. So that's a big one is, you know, with the slab. Well, there's that whole scene where this guy is like stole it and they get basically, you don't see it, but eaten alive by these locusts. And you're like, oh my gosh. And the freaky 3D animation of that scene. The one with Flan is freaky too. Fantasy Flan. He's like a huge. Fantasy Flan. Yeah. Courage the Cowardly Dog is, I think, extremely inventive in just the way it like crafts its world. Like it's just a bizarre world. Lily would be upset if we didn't mention. And I was very. No, I showed so I showed Kate that episode not that long ago, and I was like, "What were they thinking?" They like kind of threw everything at the wall, and then Eustace is like, just throws him, and he's like, locks him in the bathroom door, and he's like, "Oops," <laughs> <laughs> and I've been very naughty, and he has that smile, like it's creepy, man. Like, and not to mention, this is another one of those shows that I very much like. Invader Zim just has like the like weird DNA in it where. There are some things in there that I'm like, I don't think kids would get like this. appreciate it and basically. And so like it's definitely designed for both to watch, you know. There's that weird scene where Courage is like saving Muriel and they're going along like that river and that rat's chasing them. Yeah. And it's just there's no sound effects, it's just that song that's like super dramatic. Yeah. And then the rat falls down this waterfall, and then the <laughs> music fades, all the sound fades back, and you're like, you're like, what were they thinking? <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, Courage Cowley Dog, fantastic show. I mean, it's one of those shows now that like, I w- I like rewatching it now. I like the weird isolation of just their middle of nowhere where they are, and just just the overall presentation of the show. I think is I think is real good. Yeah, there's some shows where like. I feel like I remember a lot of and then I start talking about it and I'm like, I don't know the details though. But then yeah. I'm also like, it's been like 15 years since yeah. I've seen some of these shows. So, but definitely I would go back and watch this and have watched this show recently. So this next one on the list I included because again, I think this marks when I started falling out of cartoons completely, you know, kind of starting with my gym partners, a monkey <clears throat> and you know, other shows like Johnny Test, but Total Drama Island. This is one that I know is popular because it ran for a long time. But again, it has kind of that weird flat yeah, animation. Yeah, animation's kind of strange. And I just remember more watching this one and passing and never really liking it. You know what I mean? Never really 
vibing with it on any level. Like, even the premise of the show itself as being, like, a reality show. And, like, I know there's more stuff going on on that show. And I know I've watched it more than just, you know, in passing. Like, I've sat down and watched episodes, like, you know. Yeah, when it's coming out because we had nothing else to do. But that is definitely one of those shows where I'm like, man, I don't. I don't think this is do- I don't think this is it for me anymore. And if it wasn't for, I think some shows that happened later on in this list, I think I probably would have fallen out of cartoons just completely. And so, I got nothing to say about Total Drama. I don't know. Total Drama. Uh, Island. I just wanted to bring it, it up. Just, it was it was an interesting show. Yeah. You know, very uh, insignificant in my ch- childhood memory yeah. though. So we're going to go a little bit out of order on my list mainly because I listed some things that happened in the future first and I kind of want to build up to this. And so hey, I think surprise you to mention we'll talk about it later. So we'll talk about it later. Yeah. So what I would like to bring up now is I think, you know, we talked a lot about us falling out of cartoons and even like our parents, like Mike, I remember mom hated my gym partner as a monkey. She's like, just turn it down. Like she would just say that a lot to yeah, us. Yeah. <laughs> so Andrew Adventures <laughs> Billy Mandy. But yeah. But now we're gonna get into a show that like I remember you know, our dad really liked as well. And that is the marvelous misadventures of flapjack. Yeah. So great show. We're building up to something here. And you guys, I've already mentioned what we're building up to that. Our dad likes a lot. I don't know, but the marvelous misadventures of flapjack. Oh, it's, um, sorry, sorry. It's, um, the whole, it's one with the candy. Uh, it's all has to do with candy. Um, his candy wife. (laughs) She's just, Oh no, (laughs) don't touch that. Draw that one. <laughs> that that's yeah. one of my art. Oh, uh, you know, I think spawning directly from the weirdness of <laughs> what's one with the like of courage, cowardly child, <laughs> and it goes up close to his face and he's like, "No, I'm not," <laughs> or something like that. It's real weird. But talk about man, a classic. I love Gosh. the way the show looks. It has such a good look and design to it, and just again. We we're talking about shows that like are weird, like the whole the candy guy who runs that candy bar and his candy wife, and he's he's always like, "Am my candy wife?" And it like looks over to her and there's like pieces falling off of her all the time. And you're like, "Is yeah. she real?" But then apparently she is real, and it's all about them trying to get to Candy Island and their journeys to and from there. And it really is just the misadventures. I mean, the great one and their whale, Bubby, Bubby, <laughs> Bubby. And you know, of course, uh, God, what's the what's the captain's name? I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh my gosh, Mr. Crab's voice. I don't know. Uh, no, it's not Mr. Crab. Captain? Is he just Captain? I don't know. Not Captain Knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Is it <laughs> Knuckles or is it Knuckles? Knuckles. <laughs> captain Knuckles. But you know where they race? They have the the boat race where they race the uh, the really rich guy who has like a weird robot whale that they race. And there's a yeah. bunch of kids shoveling coal in the bottom. I'll <laughs> right, keep it going. And they got to go rescue them all. But yeah, talk about a show I think, again, has just a really great style to it. I mean, in the ones we're building up to, I feel like they all kind of build up to this. But I mean, even to this day, when you watch that show, kind of almost the the storybook like pop-up nature of the way everything looks layers like the presented. ocean you can tell is in layers with different layers going up and down you know another good example it reminds me a lot of the the credits for series of unfortunate events the movie the one that had jim carrey in it yeah they have a really yeah, yeah. awesome like kind of like hand-drawn looking stuff and this show just mixes talk about going back to like 
Ren and Stimpy or even SpongeBob where they mix in like paintings or live action. Like this show just mixes in everything and it all kind of works together. And just yeah, for this really weird show, like there's a good episode where film was introduced and it's just a guy sitting down <laughs> and everyone's like, is he going to do it again? He's doing it again. <laughs> like that. Yeah. And they're always, and yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Fantastic. And what then say? the next step up, or maybe I think maybe sidestep, but Chowder. Got to bring up Chowder. Chowder. So, so another show that looks amazing. Like, Chowder, when I first, when that show first came on, I was like, oh, whatever. But then some time passed and I came back to it. And I was like, actually like a really good show. Mm-hmm. Chowder is not bad. I like that everything's like food named. Yeah. Um. Shoot. Names. What's the city they live in? Oh, my gosh. I know the chef's name is Chef Mung. Chef Mung. Mung Doll. And then you have... What's what's the big rock guy's name? I don't know. Oh, my God. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I'm so... I'm, like, actually the worst person with names. But the, everything... So, like, there's someone named Garbanzo. Mm. There's somebody named... Like, there's, like, all the different kinds of cheeses, basically. Yeah. And all of, like, these different foods. I just remember... Um, the episode where the guy who goes Rada Rada. What's his name? What's his freaking it's name? Not schnitzel, is it? It is Schnitzel. Is it? It okay. is Schnitzel. Yes, thank you. Um Chowder's waiting in line with Schnitzel at the bank. <laughs> the guy is counting money. One ninety-nine or whatever, then <gasps> like just like dies. <laughs> <Yeah>, he's like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and everybody moves over to the other line. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> it's so dumb. The guy's like, one. Like, in, <laughs> and he, keeps, like, he keeps pausing too before he <laughs> 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 <Just> dies. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Snitch- Snitchell's face when he's getting like to the last bit of it is like, <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> like, he's getting so excited. <laughs> yeah, Chowder, again, as with, I think, uh, Flapjack. Looks, looks at the guard, and the guard <laughs> smacks his nice stick, and Chowder looks away. <laughs> Chowder's a great-looking show with the patterns that they use, like, that are seemingly behind all of their objects as, like, the objects are yeah. walking through them. I think is a really cool style. And then, of course, he gets the crown jewel, Adventure Time. Oh, man, what can you not say about Adventure Time? I think Adventure Time is just total masterpiece. I think... I, Go ahead. It Go is ahead. so right up my alley in terms of like peak weird humor for me and just the way people talk to each other. I remember when I first watched Adventure Time or like early seasons, I was like, why are they like talking weird? Because they're always like, like, like almost like, like people, basically. But it's just, we- it's like not quite though. They're like, <laughs> what the gunk, man? You know, like stuff like that or like. <laughs> well, the way the dialogue flow in that show, I think, was different than kind of like yeah. joke setup, like setup yeah. joke, setup joke or. I have a funny voice. Like there are funny voices, but it's much more like personality driven yes. than just being <clears throat> like, this is my character. You yeah. know what I mean? And so. you know, adventure time, I think really, really is good. I mean, you can have the, the good character building episodes, like the one, you know, like the ones with Finn and his dad that I think are really good and like heartbreaking, or you can have like really great ones that don't have anything to do with anything. And it's like, Hey, this is the episode where, Jake's going to just be a brick in the wall. And <laughs> Finn like leaves a little walkie-talkie for him and Jake's like narrating <laughs> the creatures as he's just existing as a brick in this wall. And he's like, "Here we see the humble squirrel taking dinner back to its family." 
what long horrors will he have to endure as he waits for the winter? And <laughs> Finn and Bimo are sitting back listening to the walkie-talkie like drinking cocoa. <laughs> or like the Blanket World one, which I love that one. You see this mug? This is my favorite mug in the whole world. Throws it outside. It's like raining daggers outside for some reason. <laughs> I just remember the... Uh... Like one of the initial things I remember is like obviously you have the manticore, like one yeah. like the first or second episode. Um <laughs> but there's that one where he's afraid of water, he's trying to get over shame. That, and that drop of water like goes onto his face. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The dad loves the the magic man <laughs> He throws the brick at him. <laughs> what did he say? I think he said my prison is shame. That's weird. <laughs> But then there's that one where, like, there's an endless dungeon that Finn goes through <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And it's awesome. I mean, that's what's so cool about Adventure Time is I think it's a really cool show as well. Like, there's stuff in there, like, the encounters with the Lich are really creepy, where you just, like, fall, and it goes black. And, of course, it's it's what? Is it Ron Perlman who's doing the, the voice for the Lich? What a great voice, dude. He's <laughs> just, like, super evil and intimidating. And- yeah, like, so there are aspects of the show that are, like, not adult is not the word, but just, like... That are very fantasy. Yeah. Like, and it's weird to see, like, in what seems like a kid's show, but that's what's so appealing about this, is that it's kind of for everybody. Yeah. And it does it, I think, in a very good way. You know, it really reminds me a Mm. lot of, you know, playing Dungeons & Dragons, and no matter how serious the adventure is, sometimes you have a moment where all the characters are in tune, and you're having this serious boss fight or character moment, you know? And then other times when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, it's just people joking around and doing whatever the hell they want because they're in a fantasy world, you know? And that's kind of what this show is like. Great characters. I mean, Marceline is one of my favorite characters of all time. And, you know, we got Princess Bubblegum in there. So happy that they're actually able to be together for the finale (laughs) because Cartoon Network is a little against them having a relationship. Adventure time. Come on, grab your friends. Oh, but man, I just think... Take the dog and render you. I just think Adventure Time is fantastic. It's a great show. Definitely, I definitely want to come and watch from start to finish yeah. at some point. But then, you know, also in that vein of Adventure Time, I think a show that reminds me a lot of one of our previous guests, Michael, is a regular show. This show, like... I don't know why the show reminds me of Michael, but I think it's just because it has, like, a very Michael energy to it. There's something about... I really think there's something about Mordecai... <laughs> That was like, this seems like it's just Michael in a cartoon. It's weird. There's something, just the way he talks and his mannerisms. Maybe not like how he's so shy to talk to, yeah. like, his, that girl is interested in. But just, like, the way he carries himself is really good. Yeah. I didn't watch a lot of regular show, but I always liked what I saw. I mean, they're playing the power ballad and just the weird characters. There's the show. one where, like, were, were you from the future when you get into being rock and roll stars? It's, but it's like it's all fake. Yeah. They all just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no, we're going to go up there and actually play our own music. And it's horrible. <laughs> no one buys their shirts and everything. Or you have um, the weird one where, oh, my gosh. It's um, like there are parts like this where I think like it's cringe to listen to where I'm trying to like remember things about shows. Mm. I'm not just trying to be like, oh, yeah, let me be included. But like I'm just like. I got a weird let brain. Be, let me be included, man. I have a weird brain. No, there's the one with um, what's the guy with the mustache's name? Pops. Um, Pops. Got the gumball head. He's a really no. strange yeah, dude. He's a really weird one. Um, and there are definitely a few episodes with him that are just weird. Yeah. But I remember one of the most prolific episodes is when they're trying to beat that guy's high score, 
at the arcade. Yeah. <laughs> and after they beat him, doesn't he just like explode and die? Yeah, that's that's why I like that show because it is it's very like it's normal, like it is regular for lack of a better word, but it's not. I mean, it's just it's just two dudes hanging out and like fighting each other and punching each other. <laughs> like I remember it was prolific for <clears throat> me because I remember it being one of the first cartoons I watched where they swore. Mm. Like, no, you've already done it. I'm pissed off. You know, yeah. he crosses his arms and we're like, oh, oh you can say that so in a cartoon? Pissed off in a cartoon? Yeah. I, that was <clears throat> prolific. And yeah. I was like, that's Michael. Yeah. Now we're talking, we're jumping away back here. In the past. Jump, jumping away back. Jumping away back. Jumping away back. Ren and Stimpy. Oh. I mean, again. Again, a show I've only probably seen ten episodes in total. He's a mummified bugman. But like the, the episodes, I think <laughs> Dude, I bad I, episode. I think the episodes fantastic. I've seen are the most iconic episodes, oh. though. Yeah, Hermit Wren is really good, and there's a whole weird scene where it, he's like looking up, the water stripping down. Yeah, and he looks at the mummified bugman, and then like looks back at Wren, and then his <laughs> eyes widen, and it's him as a bugman. Dude, it's so good sometimes. Ren and Simpy, like it is, it does, I think, get into the, not too much. No, it ventures into like the loud, annoying territory, kind of gross out territory. But what's weird about Ren and Simpy is it definitely has that weird gene in it where like there's just some weird stuff in there. Very much like with SpongeBob. I mean, I don't think SpongeBob would exist. I don't think any of these shows would exist without like Ren and Stimpy as like an early influence to them. There's that episode, again, it's Hermit Ren, where he's coming home. After like working, because I guess he works yeah. and Stimpy doesn't work. And like you hear him pull up, yeah! you hear the dog barking, and it's like, hey lady, get that dog out of my lard. <laughs> my lard, my yard. <laughs> Opens the door. <sighs> and Stimpy's just in there like dancing or singing or whatever. And he's like, and he Happy, happy George. <laughs> slaps his hand to his face and walks in. <laughs> Eats like the burning turkey. It's it's so good. Or the space madness one. Space. <laughs> no, madness. take by chocolate bar. <laughs> the shiny red butt. And he's like smacking him with his butt. <laughs> can he resist? Can he resist? Can he hold out? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Ren Simi is a is a trip. It's man. a diabolical <laughs> show. It like, really is kind of so diabolical. Strange. There's Save my horse! Save my elephant! Save, save me! <laughs> so stupid. There's, um... <laughs> yeah, in Space Madness, like, where he's... Because Ren's going insane. And Stimpy's working on the computer, and then, like, you see Ren, like, float behind him in his bath water. Because <laughs> yeah. I guess the gravity got turned off, because yeah. Stimpy was like, yeah, this will be relaxed. And you just see him float back there, and he's just, like, talking, he's like... Caramel apples, <laughs> roasted turkey. <laughs> you know, like he's like, no, you want my chocolate bar or whatever. He has a toothbrush. He's like, no, I'll use it. Yeah, I'll use it. really freaky. It's like, weird. It's yeah. It's, Hermit Ren, I think, is my favorite. That one is just is bizarre. There's a Canadian like mooseman or whatever. I feel what it's called. The weird. Ho- <laughs> The horse guy that's like selling rubber nipples. Yeah, you can't forget Powder Toast Man either. <laughs> Powder, which we've already referenced on the show multiple times before. <laughs> Was it? Assistant, take a letter. The letter L. 
<laughs> Ooh, it's a little chilly in here. Goes up to the fire. Oh, the fire's dying out. Here's some dusty old papers. The Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. <laughs> throws them in the fire. <laughs> Taking a hard left turn here, Jack. I mean, let's also get a time check because for fans time out check, it's just about an hour. Almost. Oh, just an hour. Yeah, we we got we got time. We got time. We got time. Hopefully you guys enjoying the episode. Follow us on Patreon. God, we still have we still have a little bit a little bit to go here. That's fine with me. That's man. fine with me. It's fine with me, man. So one that I want to shout out quickly that I do remember watching a lot of, but again, I don't remember a lot of is um, Jackie Chan Adventures with Talismans. Ooh, that yeah. Uh, I just remember really real good solid show. show. Um, good characters, so on and so forth. I just wanted to bring that up because I think for especially the next one, you can see like trajectories with you know Jackie Chan Adventures, Shaolin Showdown, Code Lyoko, where obviously there's a pull for us for more story driven shows and i think the next one is a again and i'm i'm not using this word let me come over and view your list this isn't a surprise for me i just want to make sure you're not skipping out on any of the good ones hold on i'm walking and so this next one is teen titans that i wanted i wanted to talk about here this the whole list the whole list he's looking at my list right now i can't I asked you, I read the list to you earlier, and you're like... You didn't read the whole list. I did. did. You did? Yeah. And I said, that was the list. Sorry. No. I'll pass it back to you after. We're doing audio stuff. Yeah, I got a few honorable freaking mentions, man. Oh, yeah. But Teen Titans. I mean, great show. Just fantastic. The intro's in different languages sometimes, right? Or was it just that a couple of times? I don't remember, but uh, Teen Titans is uh, fantastic. Fantastic show. Great characters. Dude, dramatic moments. It was one of the first shows I remember watching that had like romantic interests yeah. that I really cared about. Yeah. The yeah. episodes were like were Raven, um, not Raven, were Starfire and Robin, Robin, like their connection. They didn't like get together, but their relationship deepened. I was always like, oh, those are really good. Yeah. Like the one where she's like going through a metamorphosis, Starfire is. Yeah. And she's trying to figure out like her own planet, who she is, what she becomes, because she has a weird horn growing. Yeah. And Robin's like, I still think you look beautiful or whatever, you know what I mean? Or something yeah. like that. And I like, doesn't matter what you look like. Like you're like every I care character about you. in that show I like. I mean, like Cyborg's awesome, Beast Cyborg's Boy, great. Raven, Robin, Starfire. Slade, the bad guy. The, Slade. And then of course you got Tara who comes in later. Yeah. Tara's you got Jinx, who's that purple held girl. And then you got Blackfire, who's Starfire's sister. Raven, Raven. I mean, Raven's story stuff with like her when, father and yeah, like she where goes her powers her weird from. world. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Again, I think we could do a whole episode on Teen Titans. I would like to rewatch it at some point. And For it's sure. it's sad to me that Teen Titans exists now as like Teen Titans Go, which is that kind of chibi animated version. Because like the original Teen Titans, I do think is just really good. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Try. How about this? I mean, obviously, we so <clears throat> we, we got a while to go here, but how about? All these episodes or shows we've talked about, maybe not the ones that we think are annoying, but the ones we think are good, we give them another rewatch and do a full episode on them. I'd love to. That'd be I'd great. love to. So, Jack, we talked a little bit about Teen Titans. Again, um, I just wanted to put Teen Titans on the list, not to call out any specific moment, um, but to just kind of give the show a mention. If you'll notice, whole. there are towers in the shape of a T. A little <laughs> Easter egg for you there. Fun fact about Teen Titans Fun that you fact may number not have noticed. The Teen Titans home base? Well, take another look. <laughs> That's shaped like a T. And here's something else. They're all teens. Wow. Funny how that works, right? Jack, what are some of your mentions that I did not put on this list? Dude, how can you not mention Etta and Eddie? 
Oh, that's a good point. Actually, one of the, like, yeah. I think it's either one of, if not the longest running Cartoon Network show. It had like a 10 or 11 year lifespan. Wow. Fantastic movie. Like yeah, to like close I do. That all I off. do remember the movie, and being I good. think the reason I like the show so much it, it it is annoying, but there are times like in the later seasons, especially that it's just a really fun, entertaining show. I agree, and no, the I Eds agree. are just really lovable characters. I mean, yeah. especially learning how like Double D, there's a whole mystery with his hat, and mm-hmm. you don't know what's under it. But in the movie, like he loses it, and like Ed's like, does it hurt? And he's like, no, stop it, you. You know, that whole yeah. thing. And you're like, what's what's going on? Because yeah. like, you never find out, and it's never been revealed. Yeah. And, like, there are some, like, episodes where, like, that, like, humble Eddie in, like, his kind of greedy ways, basically, <laughs> where he, like, becomes, like, an old man, and they still haven't, like, you know, gotten jawbreakers or something. And he's like, no, I don't want to be old. You know, there's that whole <laughs> weird thing. Um. But yeah, like I said, the movie's really good. But like, it's also like really emotional. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. It came out in 2009, so whatever. But when they finally meet Eddie's brother, who's he's been like, he's like, the brother's the coolest. Brother. Yeah. He's so awesome. He'll help us, all kind of stuff. They meet him, and he's like a total jerk to him. And everyone's like seeing it happen. And then Eddie's like, I made it all up. You know, in there's like a very like real moment. And you're like, oh, like it's just a really good show, I think. I do remember the movie being really good. And I, I mean, I think the early seasons, the animation's kind of weird. I'm not a huge fan of it. But, like, season basically, I think, two or three up, I think is, like, just really good. Yeah. And they also had the weird – Cartoon Network had this weird alien arc. Do you remember that? Where all the shows had the same aliens that went through That's the different right. seasons. Or it's, yeah. like, different, like, shows. Yeah. And that whole episode was really good. You have Rolf, who everyone thinks the aliens have, like, taken over Rolf's house. But it's just his – People coming over from his homeland for a visit, you know? There's there's that Plank. one. Plank, which there's that freaky episode where they go over for Arbor Day. And then, like, they're singing, like, you know, never-ending party. And then, like, Johnny, like, locks the door and starts hammering it shut. And you're like, um, okay. Yeah, it ended. He's good. And there's a whole weird thing where it's like, oh, they might be in purgatory. Oh, like, you know... It, there's a whole weird hmm. supposed hmm. backstory to all the characters and stuff, and yeah, yeah. Anyways, that was the show that I was. No, like, how is that's that a great on? that's a great call, great call. I did not put it on here. Like I said, when I was going through and listing all these, I was kind of using different lists and just going through and scrolling through and adding them on because, you know, I don't know. I there's probably a term for this, but that phenomena where if someone's like, "Hey, what's your favorite movie?" You're like, oh, "I gotta think about it." But if someone said Hey, is your favorite movie Dumb and Dumber? You're like, oh, that's really good. I like that movie, right? Or somebody asks you, hey, have you seen this movie? You can immediately know if you have. So it's hard to pull these out of a brain, you know, sometimes. Yeah, out of a brain. The next two I'm going to combine together. <laughs> it's hard to pull these out of a brain. Why is word Because um, they're similar. And one I highly favored over the other. I think I know what you're talking about. But uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. Okay, no. No, 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 no never mind. Um... So Yu-Gi-Oh! I was a huge fan of. Uh, I I rewatched it. I mean, not it's recently, but do, 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 you know, probably three or four years ago. Uh, I loved it as a kid. I thought it was great. I loved the the designs and just the anime stuff. I mean, hey Yugi, I can't do it. Joey's hard to mimic. Joey's hard to do. Yeah, talk about. I mean, like the four kids edit where people are just pointing fingers at each other, which it's weird watching that show like on 
I think when I watched it on Netflix, it was like the unedited version. I'm like, well, they're holding guns at each other. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because in the past, they're just like doing finger guns at each other. They're like, get him. <laughs> get him. <laughs> and it's so dumb. Well, so- I remember like, so as a kid watching the show. I'm like, you can get banished to the shadow realm, but you can't point a gun at anybody. Yeah. No. no so there's a, the scene where Yugi's like, I'll multiply Karibo and unblock all the incoming damage. And as a kid, you're like, that's so smart. And then you watch it as a, an adult and you're like, that's not how this works. Oh, what no. are the rules like the rules change i mean every... very much like with pokemon which i like pokemon way more as a game than i do as a show i did watch a ton of pokemon so don't, oh, yeah. don't get me wrong i'm getting but like wrong. pokemon for me was definitely more of in the game world like playing the games i mean silver and gold i started with silver silver and love gold. that love that love that game but for crystal, me, uh, crystal was the one we really got into because it was silver. Was like, for like, me, it was silver. I re- I like distinctly. This is a weird fact. Re- remember renting silver from Blockbuster. So like you that's, could do that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was weird. And like you know, somebody's old save games on there that you have no idea. You just delete it. <laughs> delete it. So but um, I was into you get to the point to where I remember I had to go on a Boy Scout camping trip. And I was so upset that I couldn't catch one of the new episodes premiering. Because when were you going to catch it again? When I was going to catch it again. And I was just, I remember being heartbroken that I had to go on this stupid camping trip and miss the premiere of this. And I think it was like in the middle of like the Egyptian God arc when they're dueling on the blimp. And, you know, they're fighting with the Egyptian gods. And I really like the most iconic scene from that show when Yugi and Joey duel and the song plays. Oh, my God. How to come to this. Talk about. After all we've been through. Jewel of a friend. Now on opposite. I I don't know how I know that whole song. We are closer than brothers. But now we can find each other. Yeah, that's what a great episode. But, yeah, I wanted to, you know, throw those two in there because, again, those are two that. Have total like a plenty of flaws, but I think are classics still. Oh, for sure. Pokemon, I think honestly, like rewatching it now because Ellie kind of rewatches through the whole like first probably thirty episodes are on Netflix or whatever. Yeah, and it's it's a really good show still. It like, it's good. A, it's a great kid show, it really is. And the movie is a Pokemon two thousand with Entei and stuff like that. Articuno. So Articuno there's the bird. There's two. There's two Pokemon movies that I remember. It's the first and the second one. The, not not the one where he gets frozen as a statue. That's the first one. With the, with the one where there's like the whole like Crystal Castle and Entei is like protecting this child or whatever. Is that is Pokemon, Pokemon 2000? I think you might be right. Because then there's continue Pokemon. To, continue talking about that for just a second. I'll look it Anyways, up. that's one of those. I haven't seen that movie in so long. But I remember yes, liking it a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, it's a show that I think really likable characters. Honestly, my favorite characters are Jesse and James, Team Rocket. They're so good. And what can I say? Pokemon is just, I think it's a great show for kids. And I think as long as you're not really looking for something too intense, throw it on the back. Just yeah. put it in the background while you're cleaning. It's one of those yeah. shows, I think, as, in your, as in your, you're an adult, I think, yeah. personally. Personally, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, my uh, opinion. yeah, Pokemon Movie 2000 is the one with Lugia and Entei. I'm blowing it. Lugia and Entei's Pokemon 2000. Yeah. I mean, Pokemon the movie, though, is, I think, so good just because with, you know, Mewtwo being experimented on and then breaking out. Like, it's just, it's kind of cool. Like, it's, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> like, Mewtwo's like, who am I? Yeah, Mewtwo's awesome, by the way. And that show, I like, you know, especially what that is movie. My purpose? It gets kind of dark for. Why was I created? 
Frankenstein? Anyone? By Mary Shelley? You, oh, you mean Frankenstein, Charlie? I, That's some other book. When people do that, it's so annoying. Frankenstein. Oh, you mean Franken? Yeah. Okay, I mean Frankenstein. No, Frankenstein. Just say Frankenstein. Yeah, a lot of people say that because of young Frankenstein. He's like, yes, that's coming this way, Frankenstein. He's like, Frankenstein. Well, he's the actual guy. So, I mean, uh, that makes sense. Um, so, but as an American, again, I think another childhood classic, like early childhood classic, uh, Powerpuff Girls. Man, talk about classic show. Again, weird. Very strange show. I remember. With him. Him is mm, strange. Yeah. Yes. You had, um, what's his name? Um, That's the Powerpuff Girl. That's a ball. The monkey. It's Jojo. Yeah. Right? Is that his Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. Yeah. He's great. And he's like, he has like a weird messed up childhood. Yeah. So that's, that goes back to the Powerpuff Girls movie too, where Professor X also created Mojo Jojo. Because he has a chemical X There's also that weird one where they create like. The Rowdy Rough Boys. (laughs) (laughs) But no, there's the one where like there's Powerpuff Girls, but they're. I don't know if they're in a costume. Like, they're, like, these dudes wearing, like, these weird. What am I thinking of? Like, uh, people know, who are, like, committing crimes as the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, they're, like, wearing costumes as yeah. them. Yeah. That's but then there's one. a weird one with, like, the weird Bubbles clone. Yeah. That, like, is, like, super strong, but, like, is kind of messed up. And you're, like. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, Powerpuff Girls, I think, is just the classic. I mean. But it never got too weird. Yeah. It, but it's also just good, too. I think Ellie would like that show. I think she would. I mean, it's bright colorful very good art style to that show and then moving directly on to another one by the same guy uh Fosh's home for imaginary friends now this show we watched a ton of this show to we be honest this one i'm sorry but i'm sorry but uh, <laughs> yeah, i say that when i die in war zone <laughs> i'm sorry but there's no way there's no way i'm sorry but you know you got cheese you got blue uh foster's home for imaginary friends has a great art design um very much like a lot of these other shows and i think it's a show that is both you know, not it does get into the loud, annoying territory. I think sometimes, but of course, it's a kids' show, and also those just really good moments with the ideas of creating imaginary friends, and there's like a home for them, and so on, and so forth. Yeah, it's basically it's what the title is. It's a foster home for imaginary yeah. friends. Quite, but like the episodes where like kids are trying to like they don't want to let go of these friends, yeah. so the parents want them to, like, it's like, we just can't have them around. Like, yeah. they're real things. It's really interesting. It's, yeah, it takes, it's very much takes on, like, kind of, like, that Lost Pets-type vibe, or, like, oh, they just can't have them anymore. And it's really sad, and you I, know, some of it. But like, I like the episodes where it kind of dives into the history of, mm-hmm. I forget what her name is, the old lady. Um, Mad- Madam Foster, obviously. Yeah. I, I can remember if it was, like, Miss, but it's Madam Foster and the bunny. Yeah. Um. How, like, she's, that's, like, still her imaginary friend, even though they're both super yeah, old. Yeah, it's, it's real good. There's, like, I some, mean, like, really touching moments in there yeah. that are, and, like, Frankie, there's some stuff with Frankie that, yeah. like, I don't know if it's sad or not, but I don't really, I, I have to go back and watch that show. But another classic. And, again, we're speeding through these here at the end. But, of we course. We have to speed through if you don't want to. I wanted to, well, I'm speeding through these two because I was excited to get to this one. Um, ah. One of my all-time favorite shows, Samurai Jack. I mean, you you go off. I'll be honest. I did not watch this show that much. I think the show is I didn't definitely have a chance to. I feel. I think the show is definitely worth a watch nowadays, especially with like the last season that aired like what years later. And that's stuff. right. Well, yeah. so that was a continuation of the original. Yeah, show? yeah. But uh, talk about just an awesome idea of him getting like blasted forward to the future 
in a future where he lost the epic battle against, you know, the demon to save his land. And now he has got to fight his way through time to get back to that moment. Defeat Aku. Aku. But, uh, Who does the voice for Aku? I don't know. But, I mean, talk about, like, a slapping theme song. Back to the past. Samurai Jack. Watch out. Samurai Jack is great, too, because... And I think what I like about this show so much is that the show is filled with these kind of quiet moments of where it's just like him walking and there's not a lot of talking sometimes. And the show, I think, is just very confident in its overall design and kind of world that it creates that it kind of just lets you like experience it and go through these things. And especially with some of the stuff that happens in the later seasons, I won't say anything because I do want you to watch it. Um, But I think it is just very good, you know, very what a just a cool idea. Like, what a great idea for a show. Art style is fantastic. I mean, Jack, with the, he cuts his little bun down, is just great. And, like, his silhouette and just, like, the way his design looks is great. And, like... Definitely a very, a very striking show. Yeah. You got a lot of, like, old samurai movies kind of built in there. You know, oh, just I think I think Samurai Jack is awesome. And I, I, it surprises me that you haven't watched it that much. I, I just... I feel like I never had the opportunity to. Is it on a certain service that I can watch it? I'm sure it is. I... HBO, maybe? Because I, I think that. HBO has all the Cartoon Network stuff right now. Can I have... Can you watch multiple things on HBO? I think you can. We might be at our limits. I know Kate shares hers with... We're sharing um, it with mom and dad right now. Okay. And I, I know her parents have an Because you know... But, yeah, we might let you. We have like 60 subscriptions. <laughs> but, um... Great show. You know, I think... Out of a lot of these shows, I mean, this show is up there for me with like Teen Titans and stuff like that. But again, I think I'm very biased for this show just with like stylistically. Yeah, the aesthetic I think is very Charlie appealing. And of course, George was just telling me to watch, um, was it Primal? I think it's done by the same guy. Okay. Which is like a caveman who makes friends with like a dinosaur and it's supposed to be like pretty violent and didn't actually air on like a network. I think it aired on like some kind of service. So, huh. Yeah. I haven't heard of that. I think it aired on Adult Swim, actually, I want to say. Adult Swim. But uh, some weird shows. Man. I threw this one on here, Jack, because we did watch a lot of this show. But I can't tell you if I'm really that much of a fan of this show. Um, but Fairly Odd Parents, the hard cut from Away from Samurai Jack. But we watched a ton. We did watch a ton Fairly of this show. Parents. I mean, it's. I think the art style, I could take it or leave it, but I remember what I remember a lot about the show is the beginning. Before Cosmo, like, found his voice. You know, like, the first season of a lot of shows, like, yeah. characters are trying to find... Sorry, the voice actors are trying to find the voice. Mm-hmm. Cosmo's mm-hmm. voice, before he, like, his voice is found, always was off-putting. Yeah, you wanted. Yeah, it's kind of like, you yeah, know, I mean. weird. But then it kind of gets more, like, cartoony. And I was like, yeah, that's that fits the show a lot better. You know, in, the, in his, like, character dynamic. Right. Um, But I think this show was kind of in the same realm for me as spongebob but less prolific okay. um it's kind of a show i'd watch as a kid if spongebob wasn't on basically right uh which spongebob was on a lot because it was like one of those popular shows when we were kids hmm. um hmm. which are we going to talk about spongebob i was going to save it for one of the last ones okay just because cool. spongebob is i mean iconic yeah very iconic um but yeah, Fairly Odd Parents, interesting show. I think it has a lot of good characters. Cosmo, Wanda, Timmy, Vicky, obviously, all like very titular characters. And then you have uh what's his name? Yeah, not Chester. Chester's one of Timmy's friends. The guy 
My shy teeth that sparkle just like the stars in space. <sighs> Chip? Is it Chip? Skylark? Chip Skylark. Is that what it is? I think that's what it is. God, I don't I don't know why I remember that. I remember <laughs> like the, I didn't watch the show a lot because I didn't like the animation. I thought it was But yeah, you know it's, seemed, it's funny because like I do remember watching that show but a it's, ton. It's, it sticks in your head though. But like, I don't necessarily like it, but it sticks in your head. Yeah. And like I watched like the crossover between Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron. Dude, is that on your list? Jimmy no. Neutron was a show, dude. dude that's a weird show, really weird show. I so I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Do you have anything to say about Fairly Odd Parents? No, we can move on to Jimmy Neutron. That's fine. I just want to just real quick, Jimmy Neutron. I liked that show. Well, that I personally good. really liked it. I thought it was interesting. Um, and I liked the animation because it was in that weird, almost really, uncanny valley like of early animation. 3D era. Yeah. Kind of like in the same era that Kolioko, the animation is just a little strange. Yeah. But Jimmy Neutron, just the whole world was like that. So it kind of flowed a little bit better, but it never looked right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I just. I remember specifically from Jimmy Neutron, the Jimmy Neutron movie where all the parents get stolen. And they all have like ice cream and candy and then Um, flying through space without space helmets. I almost didn't put Jimmy Neutron on here because I recently saw like some weird, because you know, the internet nowadays, the internet people, (laughs) those internet people, Um, there's a couple of them. But there's like, Jimmy Neutron has been like meme to death now, whereas like with Shrek, they've created like these weird, horribly animated parody videos where everybody's like talking in Microsoft Sam voice, but they're disturbing. And I saw one of those where it's like Jimmy and his dad. He's like, Jimmy, let's get pizza. And like they're morphing and stretching around in weird. It's like, and they're like using like, I know looks like talking. Gary's mod almost. I know what you're talking about. And I was just like, this is gross. Like, I don't mean, I hate this. <laughs> Charlie, this is just <laughs> gross. So that's what, when I think of Jimmy Neutron, unfortunately, I don't think of the show too much. I just think of the weird meme state that it exists in now. <laughs> yeah, it does have a few memes. There's one with Jimmy who's wearing the sunglasses and he's pointing. That's a meme. Yeah. I forget what it's a meme too, but it's a meme. I'm, I feel like I'm 40 years old. You know those memes. You know those memes. You know those memes the kids are talking about. Tonight at six o'clock, we're talking about the memes that your kids are sharing online. Tonight at six o'clock, here on the Rack and Dirt Collection, memes. And are they a gateway into? But Jack, we're actually very close to the end of my list here. You can go ahead and finish. I was, was going to say like something horrible, like. They're gateway to your children being possessed like, by none other said, than like, the by devil. Killing yourself, but that was like kind of oh, dark. Oh, geez, that is dark. Um, I got I a couple I more. Camera. I know we're going a little long here, but that's fine since we missed we, last week. Yeah. You know, shout out to Noah who asked for longer episodes. Oh, Noah, this is for you, my friend. But we got, I think, through most of them. Of course, Ooh. before I think we get to SpongeBob, which, you know, Spot-com. SpongeBob is great. Um, wanted to give a couple just general shout outs. Um, it out. Big shout out to some modern cartoons. So Infinity Train on HBO is really good, really solid. Uh, it has it. It features. I mean, I'm trying to think of just the easiest way to describe it, but it's about people who get sucked out of their normal lives and onto this train, in which where each car is like its own individual world, but they're all there for a reason. Um, hmm. really good show. I I absolutely loved. Loved it. Um, Over sh- the Garden Wall, again, is another one that I think is, like, really good. Can we shout out Futurama? Oh. And it's not really a no, good, I was going to say, show, like, this yeah, that, Futurama. That's the show I... 
I think it's actually a phenomenal show. Yeah. It's a one of a kind, and I think all the seasons are really good. The movies are really good. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, Jack and I, growing up, we watched a ton of Family Guy and American Dad. And, you know, to some degree, like, I do like those shows. It's not like I'm going to ever look at somebody in the face and be like, I'd hate Family Guy. What a what a crap show. Because I, I watched a ton it's of a, it. And I laughed at it, too. I enjoyed it. Dance me, Lois. Dance the dance of life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You know, so those shows I think are all they all can all be shout out, but Futurama I think especially is really. I, good. I think it it like if I say you if someone says they like Futurama, I'm like my man, my you man. Know? If someone says I like Family Guy, I'll be like, eh, yeah, it's okay, yeah. But uh, I wanted to give a shout out to some like more cartoons that I watched recently. Yeah, go ahead, um, freak. Well, no, that's what I was saying with like Over the Garden Wall and with Infinity Train. Some of these other ones, the new Adventure Time specials are really good as well. If anybody hasn't watched those out there that are premiering all over on HBO, not sponsored, which we were. We're not. One day. One day. I also wanted to give a general shout out to all, like, all of the early animated Batman stuff we watched. Um, yeah, the one with Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze and those those movies and, like, with Mark Hamill as the Joker. And then he even got, like, the he's Batman. A, he's such a good Joker. You know, that... God, some of those Batman shows. I mean, Batman is so good in animated form. I mean, you could think of the early Art Deco one where it starts and he's all dark and he's like running after the guys and they're running across the top of the building and the thunder flashes and illuminates his face. And oh, so good. I mean, I just want to give a shout out to those because like those I think are classics. Just just so good. What was there's also this wasn't a show. Sorry if this is a tangent. Static Shock for anybody out there. Remember Static Shock? Static Shock was so good. (laughs) Speaking of that, I didn't put that on the list. Like but... One season or something. Um, what's it called? Um, uh, the one where he's like medicine, and it's like they're in the blood system, and he's a white blood cell. Osmosis Jones. Oh yeah, what? I thought there was a movie. There was a movie. There's also the a series. show. I'm oh, pretty okay. sure. You know, I think I'm I saw crazy. that when I was scrolling through all this lists. I think you're right. That was an interesting one. Yeah. But Jack. Before we kind of get into like, I think we'll wrap it up with SpongeBob because how can you not? How can you not? But are there any other ones out there that you'd like to mention that, I mean, things that you've watched like with Ellie recently or things that I didn't mention here? I mean, we've been watching through The Last Airbender like I've mentioned a couple times. That, I mean, really like Ellie's like invested in that. She likes that show a lot. Like she'll ask, hey, can I turn on like, she'll say now Avatar, um, but she say the show with the kid with the arrow, you know? Like, yeah, and we'll watch it and she'll be like, oh. You know, like, she she gets into it, which is really nice. She also, she loves watching Spongebob, which we'll talk about. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think of other shows that I've tried to show her. I really haven't shown her, like, a lot, because I'm kind of, I'm into the more cerebral stuff, you know what I mean? So, you know. Okay. I watch Rick and Morty. I watch Richard and Mortimer. So, you Rick know, Marty's good too. I like that. Show. I, I really have never watched it. It's never fine. was my cup of tea, personally. It's fine. Um, I, I don't think there's anything else I'm really missing. Uh, there are some shows I think I don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast, but like Rugrats that we yeah, just didn't have access to. I did to. mention that at the top. Yeah, that like okay, we yeah. didn't have access to cable. And so a lot of these shows we watched either with friends and any of the cable ones that we did mention, we watched either later on or like with friends. So. Yeah, so that was a big gap for us. Like we missed out a lot on like Nickelodeon, a lot Yo! of sick days at school, staying home watching Scooby Doo. Uh, Scooby Doo, what's new Scooby Doo? That it, show is so good. I was gonna say, I'm so glad you brought what's it up. Scooby Doo, yeah, I, that Coming intro for you. that slaps. So and that's a. Dun-dun. 
Yeah. And I'm, of course, I'm exaggerating here, but this is a huge point of contention between Kate and I because I'm like, dude, what's new Scooby Doo is awesome. And she's like, ah, I like the original. It, dude, what's new Scooby Doo slaps. Especially, yeah, that intro. intro. It's so good, man. It's like a simple weird like, plan. punk rock. It almost sounds like Green Day. Yeah, Simple Plan did it. Well, you know, it sounds plan. like Green Day. Yeah. What, what's one of their I big songs? Know. I don't know. I was like, I don't, I don't, I was like, I I don't you. know. I never listened to Simple Plan. Um, I've heard the song on the radio waves, though. But, Jack, let's wrap it up here. Wrap it up. Wrap it up with this beefy episode. Wrap it up. With I'll take it. SpongeBob. Okay. Man. What can you say about SpongeBob? Nothing. Nothing. All right. I, I always come I, back to, and I've recently watched several episodes. Okay, and also I'll tell you, what, you, they um, tell you what they are. Shovel up or show. I always go and watch my favorite episode of all time. And I know this is probably not everybody's favorite. I mean, you could pick yeah, the training episode. I think that episode is so funny. It's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal it, show or it, episode. It's just, it's style of that episode. Just the bam, 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 bam. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Can I make a crab head nap? <laughs> and now we move to behind the scenes to the front lines. <laughs> Just remember, poop. Oh, poop. Do you think he's going to order A, an expensive haircut, B, a sofa, or C, a patty? The ceiling's right, Squidward. You're not a very good employee. Look very carefully at the I really wish I wasn't here right now badge. <laughs> it's so just, like, and now as an adult, you're like, I'm with Squidward 100%. Dude, that, it just is so funny to me. That episode, I think, is so good. That, <laughs> it's just weird. Like, there's one of, the, one of the first ones where they're passing bubbles back and forth. It's like, Patrick, you're my best friend in the whole world. And Patrick's <laughs> like, Squidward, you're my best friend. But then Squidward has like a bubble. It's just like, smashes patrick's bubble and it's like <laughs> spongebob you're a loser and he's like patrick why'd you say that yeah he's like no you're dumb you're but, an ugly color <laughs> you're ugly but what's so great about spongebob is that like once you start talking about it it all starts flooding back to your head like I'm talking about now i'm like man rock bottom <laughs> we're starting glove world <laughs> looking at a new glove action figure <laughs> oh glove flavored <laughs> would you mind putting me down and it's not your every, everyday darkness. This is advanced darkness, which that brings up a weird reference for Jack and I because there's Freaking a Kingdom Hearts a Kingdom deep Hearts. dive video yeah. with Cure for the Itch. Yeah. And it's a weird interlude where it pauses and that plays and then it resumes. Yeah, it's so. You can't find it anymore. It's gone. Yeah. Um, but SpongeBob, I just. Not so much for me. I know that, like, I did watch SpongeBob for a long time, but when you start getting past into, like, I would say season five, six, that's where definitely I start to fall off a little bit in terms of what I watch, my enjoyment. Again, I think I've probably seen those episodes at least once, but got early SpongeBob for me, and then kind of like its golden era is just great. I mean, like, when they get lost in the woods, or the woods, in the, I don't know, like the, the kelp, kelp forest. forest. Yeah. And they have the calm shell. <laughs> What should we do? Which <gasps> Easter egg number 93, you might not have noticed. When Squidward's hand is holding it, it's actually yellow. Yeah, yeah there's a weird one. Um, Michelle has spoken. They just sit there. Doesn't that smell good, Patrick? A big boy's gotta eat. <laughs> Wait, he can't have any. <laughs> he can't have any. 
Or Squid um, Acres when Squidward goes to his own home. Weirdly racist episode. Gotta be honest. <laughs> we don't allow your kind in here. Oh, man. And you're like, oh, my God. Through today's lens? Oh. Horrible. <laughs> and then the, she's going through the days. His smile slowly fades. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't, I feel, don't like, feel like playing my today. Can bread. <laughs> oh my but, god, they have it. Or like can the or like bread. the night shift one. Night night. <laughs> night 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 night. The hash singing slash bringing the mash singing. And the yes. walls would who's green slime. I know they always do that. <laughs> um no. there's the one with the hibernation. Oh, god, yeah. <laughs> is that the one that has Pantera that's doing like the the? No, metal? that's uh. I might be thinking. I might have the there's two. I guess it's a couple of hibernation ones because yeah, there's the one there's where one they one get they, locked in, Sandy Sandy in Sandy's dome. I forgot what you call him Pinhead. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the <laughs> I reference that one all the time. Off. Where I, I reference that so much time. Where SpongeBob goes, Pinhead. Well, what about her fur? Or or the classic one, maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I reference that all the time. <laughs> the hibernation music, oh, nice bike through the park. <laughs> the guitar fades in. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I like that song slaps. By the way, you can find that on Spotify. You know. But yeah, I, SpongeBob I think is great because it has I think something for everyone. You can watch that show and like laugh at it as an adult now, especially the movie. Especially the, I mean, the SpongeBob movie. Talk about a classic, Phenomenal. classic movie. You know what it came out in like I think two thousand four. Oh. You know how weird that is. I remember like realizing that I was like, that wasn't like two thousand ten. Oh no, dude, I was that freaked me. Yeah, up. I. But at SpongeBob, I think is just just a hard classic. Your procrastination, which had a weirdly edited episode. Yeah, do you remember? We're like. And now for some calisthenics, and then it cut, and he like jumps back into the chair or whatever. Do you remember hup, that? Who? Some, hup, some weird. Yeah. yeah, some weird. Yeah. There's when he looks at the window. Come on outside, SpongeBob. It's all bright and shiny. Why, SpongeBob? Why don't you write your essay? Don't you have an essay to write? Stop wasting time. <laughs> the. Just almost there, smacking it down. Or there's there's a great one. It's on the new one of the new seasons. No, new ish, not anymore. Uh, where he gets the new driving instructor. I'm gonna stop this thing. Tell my wife I love her. Come get some. Because knocks out away. Goes flying. He's just dead. He's just dead. Oh man, but yeah, I think SpongeBob is just an absolutely classic one. I remember the show dropped friend off for me. Is a friend to the very end. That's forever. <laughs> They're little. What what do they call Wormy? Wormy. Yeah, <laughs> Wormy. <laughs> a little worm. Right, that freaking out because <laughs> like the close up of yeah. a butterfly. It's kind of freaky. Um, no, but I remember the show dropping off for me around the. It's the title. It's like all that glitters is not gold. <laughs> You know, and the, I, yeah. The spatula the snaps. Yeah. Like, I remember, because the animation is different. Get, it starts getting like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it gets, um, everybody becomes very flexible and like distorty. And like, things start getting weird and gross. There's that episode where Squidward gets his, like, they're lifting the couch and he gets like his toenail ripped off by the couch. Do you remember I, that? I've watched some newer seasons because it's even weirder now. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It's almost like, Sometimes, like, think of this guy. Zombie like, version of SpongeBob. 
like high def Ren and Stimpy is how it looks sometimes. Yeah. Okay. It's really weird. Yeah. There's a whole weird Squidward suicide episode. Do you remember that whole thing going around? No. You don't remember? Just look up Squidward suicide. It's some weird quote unquote, you know, unofficial episode or episode yeah, that weird. was canned or it's it's weird. It's a oh, man bogus. The imagination episode. Imagination. <laughs> I could be a pirate. Arg. His finger claws up. Squidward kicks a box at there. Whoop! You be another box. Go back in. <laughs> what do you got in there? They're sitting there. <laughs> Squidward's such a jerk. <laughs> the camping episode. We're um. This one's called the campfire song song. Ding, 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 ding. Gather around the campfire and sing our campfire song. C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. And if you don't Patrick. think that we can... song. C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. Squidward. Good. Or, man, the, the Squilliam ones where Squidward has the... The, has restaurant. Them the, the restaurant and the game one, too, where they take over the... Yeah, <laughs> flagged rose. Where they spin those things? Flagged rose. Let's go. They go up and what does Patrick say? Bed. Say to Sandy when he goes out there with the trombone. Oh no, he comes back inside and is like, "Whoever is the owner, whoever is the owner of the white sedan, <laughs> yeah, you have your white song." <laughs> yeah, it looks great on the sound file here. Hey, but Jack. Fall. That's about harmonica solo coming plankton. <laughs> it's tremendous. The winner takes on. This is real. One won't kill. The last one. Who also, SpongeBob that? fairly good with its weird live action segments. With what's name? Scratchy. Patchy. Patchy. Scratchy. <laughs> Scratchy. Patchy the pirate. <laughs> it, yeah, uh, there's a whole one where he goes like treasure hunting. That one's really good. Yeah, um, yeah, iconic show SpongeBob, really good. And just one question I have before wrapping. Try you can close it up, but just guys, if you like this episode, appreciate you listening. And just what are while while you're listening, what are your what are some of your favorite stuff? If you guys want while you're listening, have the Discord open. If you're a Patreon. And just be chatting away in the Discord. We love that, you know? We'll keep up with you. I love that. And as with most of the ends of things, I'll ask you that if you liked us, hey, you know what? Give us a comment. Give us a big old, big old hug. We'll give you a big old virtual hug back. Uh, I'm not going to hug a stranger because there is currently a pandemic. But... You mean a planned... I'm sorry. (laughs) But, uh... It's a joke, by the way. It's a joke. Sorry. Oh, I know. It's just funny. But we'll give you a big old virtual hug. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Rack and Trigger Collection, hosted by Jack and Charlie, all about the cartoons we watched as kids. Again, apologies for the delay. Hopefully, we'll get the next one back on time. But again, I'm not going to promise anything. And as Jack said earlier, this is a hobby for us. This is something we both love doing. And, you know, sometimes life does get in the way of that. But eventually, you know, one day, if we keep up at it, maybe we'll be doing this as a job one day. Who knows? But in the meantime, we have real jobs, so we can actually (laughs) 
<laughs> so we can actually keep doing this. Yeah, so we just kind of did something easy today. Nothing super yeah. structured and just kind of getting back into the flow of things. But next week we'll hit you. Hopefully next week we'll hit you with a... So a banger. Know, with, a, with a real banger. A so like, banger. try something that's like real funny. That's something a good one. Something that's funny. Something that's funny. What about tangents? Can we have like a funny tangent episode? <laughs> I feel like we've already done a fun... Like, well, what if... What if I guess our tangent episodes always kind of evolve. Let me into... let me cover my mic. Let me mute my microphone so they only hear you from hear me from your microphone. This this is gonna be a good bit. What if one of us does a voice in the interview? Act like there's three people here, but there's really not. What do you think about that? <laughs> I think that's a really good idea. Actually, that we'll talk about the logistics of pulling off a episode like that. Okay, cool. I was gonna go on a little bit more, but I think I would give it away. So everyone out there. Again, I hope you have a great night. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. We don't know when, but hey, you know what? But until then, we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy this new (gasps) song. (gasps) Music. Music.